0: Let's get scratching. We got an explosive broadcast coming to you. Listen up. Sega games, just keep playing them. Sega! We're back. It's the Sega Bit Swing Report Show. Live. Get ready for Sega interviews and news. Live, it's our favorite and most disappointing Sega Games of 2021 Awards. hello and welcome I'm Barry with me is George let's get this started but first we dance oh. here we go All right all right all right all right all right all right hello everybody Oh wow look we have five people clapping for us i i I practice that so many times it's kind of embarrassing, but yeah <laughs> I have my Walmart sonic curtains back there, which were like up in my game room, and I was like, mm. I could come out of curtains. I can make this all I don't know, okay, well, I'm done. good night, everybody. thank no, I'm just kidding um yeah, so this is our favorite and most disappointing Sega and Atlas games of twenty twenty one and These are pretty popular videos. We've done them in the past. Uh, They were Sega News Bits videos. We broke them up. I thought we'd try something different. Um, You know, what do you think, George?
1: I think uh, trying something new is always welcome. Do you know? Let's see. So do I go first, or how are we going to do this?
0: So here's how we're going to do this. Um, Typically in awards shows like the, the Oscars, we're calling this one the OPAs. Um, they open actually with, like, I think, like, Best Actress because they want people to tune in. They don't want to be, like, Best Key Grip or Best, like, mm. Editor. You know, they want to get people, to oh, I want to see if Gwyneth Paltrow wins. So, this is kind of the Best Actress Award or in, I guess, uh, our awards show. It's the favorite game of Mr. George. So, before you reveal it, I'm going to bring up... This is the envelope here. So, um... Do we do like a little spiel, like, "Hey, George, how's it going?" "Oh, oh fine, Barry."
1: "Oh, it's pretty good, Barry." So I just, yeah. can I just announce it right now? All
0: right, so here we go. Let's open the envelope here. You ready? Yeah. What is the game? Uh oh. <laughs> what is the game? There we go.
1: Oh, um, Sonic. No, it's a uh, Lost Judgment. I think if you guys already like seen our other videos, I've always kind of picked RGG studio games. I think there's something cool about the i mean they have like this framework and they're always adding new things that always kind of get you to come back lost judgment is another one where they finally fixed the combat it's a lot smoother uh they also added a lot of new cool features like the parkour mechanics you could climb stuff and this is all stuff that like made drew me back into the action series and i think it's a good game and it's probably one of rgg's best action games it's so different and it's so weird because I feel like Lost Judgment and the first Judgment game kind of went under the radar in America. Like, right. I think more people are talking about Ichiban and Yakuza uh, 7 than they do about uh, Judgment and the characters from this game. But it's a great action series, and it's pretty good to replace uh, the, ya- the main Yakuza series, I guess, They used to be action, Kazuma.
0: Absolutely. Um, what are your thoughts about the future of the Judgment franchise?
1: You know that's the weird part, right? People are saying that like maybe there won't be a, f- a future because there can't be a PC version of this game, or at least that's the rumor. Uh, that would be disappointing. Uh, it would be cool if they continue it with a different character, maybe, maybe someone that's not a superstar. Um, <laughs> Barry, you all right?
0: Now I'm moving the logo but, to the center. I thought I'd be um, creative about it. There we go.
1: But yeah, so um, I don't know. I wanted to continue because I really like the characters, but like the way they they format the story, they all kind of close up. They could end at any time, and it wouldn't be like a huge deal. Like there isn't a uh, like a plot like a like a clip, cliffhanger like in Shimi, where right you had to get landy. You know, they kind of end nice and neatly. Each one,
0: nice, good pick, good pick. Thank you. Um, so. Uh, it, I, I want to tell everyone that these are um, NFTs. These are official NFTs oh that you're God, looking at things. here. Um, oh. Of course, NFT means not for trade. So if you get one of these, like if you download not this image sale. file, you cannot trade this. It's yours. It's like the not for resale Sonic 1 banner across it. So, yeah. sorry guys, but arrested. please please understand it's not for trade. It's not uh, non-fudgeable, whatever it is. Um all right, well, let's get to my pick. And if you think we're going for favorite, no. I'm sorry to disappoint you, but we are going for Barry's most disappointing game of Whoa. 2021. Pretty sure this is mine. Well, we'll see. I guess we'll, we'll reveal that now. So, okay. yes, my most disappointing game of the year was Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX. And that seems wow. like a weird pick because I've heard some people say they liked it. I've heard some people like seem indifferent about it. My take on it is like it's coming on the heels of Sonic Mania. It's kind of riding that wave of the um, Monster World and Wonder Boy games. And this one just, I mean, first off, Sega seems like Sega didn't even want to publish this, and this is a flagship franchise for Sega at the time of the Master System. This isn't like Wonder Boy or Monster World, where it was like a quasi sega series, third-party developed. Like, this was developed, the original one's internally at Sega. They had multiple titles, crossovers. He even was in um, All-Stars Racing. And then it's like he, he lands with kind of like a disappointing release, like without Sega behind it. And then when I played the game, I was like, there's nothing... I mean, of course, it's like a remastered version, but there was nothing new to it that made me go, all right, I was kind of so so on the, the franchise, but this is awesome. And like, they made it a lot more accessible for modern gamers. Like, there was none of that. Um, I mean, do you, I mean, you don't have to agree with my choice, but what were your thoughts on Alex Kidd and Miracle World DX?
1: I think this is like one of the few times where being true to the originals kind of a negative like I think it's not a secret that we're not the biggest Alex kids fans it's one of those franchises that we kind of always there's some of them that are like good entries that I could play but they're just okay you know this right. this one with the whole Jenkins thing I'm not a big fan of that I think the mechanic either needs to be like rethought out from the ground up to make right. it more like fun Or just drop it, but the fact that the guys that made this game were called Jenkins Team, I kind of figured that it was going to be included, so I'm not that surprised. But I kind of agree with you on that, that they could have done a lot more to, like, modernize it, and, like, I don't know, there's a lot of these, like, if you read Archie, when they did the whole crossover, I really like how they portrayed Alex Kidd there, they could have done more of that. Right. Regardless, yeah, I have to agree.
0: I mean, you know, and and there are other options out there. We'll get to them. In fact, what what options are out there? You know, there was a lot of games released in 2021. It felt like a light year, but when you look back, not like Buzz Lightyear, but light year, um, I guess we were maybe waiting for like a big Sonic release. We didn't really get it. We got a remake. Um, But what was out there? So uh, Sonic Yoda from Sega Driven, the only other Sega news site that exists outside of us now. Um I reached out to him. He's he's kind of our, our buddy over in the UK and uh, I asked him to kind of give his rundown of the year, share his favorite and least favorite. So without further ado, we are gonna throw it over to him and he's gonna walk you through twenty twenty one.
2: Right, um, hello, Uh, this is Sonic Yoder from SegaDriven.com. Thank you very much, Barry, for inviting me on the podcast to talk about Sega games released in 2021, what were my favourites, and what were my least favourites. We're going to include Atlas in this as well, because they are technically owned by Sega. Even though I still don't kind of regard them as Sega, uh, I think they're still kind of treated as a separate entity as well. Um, Which is cool, I guess. Um, So yeah, so let's talk about uh the sega games specifically that were released in 2021 uh first up we've got virtual fighter 5 ultimate showdown Uh, i have played this uh i enjoyed my time with it um for the brief amount of time that i played it however i am not an online subscriber to PSN or whatever like that because i like to own games and feel like i have ownership over them um so i don't really like doing the whole ps plus thing and just having it there as long as i'm a subscriber not not a big fan of that Um, So, I haven't played this online, so I don't know how good it is online, Um, people seem to think very highly of it, but uh, yeah, I've basically just played it in single player, which is uh, really not the full experience of this game, but from what I could gather, you know, um, what I played, really quite enjoyed it, it's it's a nice uh, punchy little fighting game, nice and tight, really responsive, and... Yeah, if you, if you want to go deep on those sort of things, it has the depth, um, but for me, I'm very much just a guy that goes through arcade mode and has a good time, and that's all there kind of is with this in the single player mode, there's nothing to unlock or anything like that, so it uh, didn't really hold my attention, but I enjoyed what I played with it. Next up we've got Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis, um, I haven't played this at all, um, not an MMO guy, um, so this is just completely beyond me, uh, and I don't really have a PC that can run it either, so didn't play that one uh olympic games tokyo 2020 the official video game uh i really enjoyed this played this a lot actually um i really really had a lot of fun with this very sort of you know track and field style olympic games very simple sort of button mashy waggly kind of action which is what you kind of want really from these sort of games but with like truckloads of customization options really good fun to just like create a mad character with all these customization options and take them into crazy events and just look at how silly it all looks to be honest with you really good fun really enjoyed that one a lot um and the bmx you know just absolutely did it for me i was playing the bmx event so much really really good fun um humankind haven't played it some sort of god game for the pc not really my thing at all so uh completely passed me by uh sonic colors ultimate uh massive disappointment um i really really did not uh get on with it to be honest with you. Just kinda of makes you appreciate how good the Wii game was and how amazing it was that it even played on that system. Because this just feels like a game that's not really utilising all the power of the system it's currently on. It just it's just not anything special. I really don't like the remix soundtrack. It sounds weak and just sort of lacking in the general. Like the instrumentation just doesn't feel like it, it has the same bombast that the original does. Um, I really hate the new lock-on bling bling noise every time you have to like hit the the lock-on at the right time. It's horrible and piercing, and you still can't turn it off. It's horrendous. Um, it, I mean, like again, it's the performance isn't great either. It should be running at sixty. I, I'm not, I'm not a big FPS guy to be honest with you. Don't really like to get on my high horse about performance, but this should have been the definitive version of this game, and it wasn't. It was just, just, just churn it out because we need a Sonic game out this year. Um, yeah, really disappointing to be honest with you. I was uh, n- not impressed at all. It just made me appreciate how good Sonic Colors on Wii was, to be honest. Which, um, yeah, it's not really the uh, effect you want from a remaster. You want it to be the definitive version of that game, which Sonic Colors Ultimate wasn't. Uh, lost judgment haven't played it i really want to play it um i'm really really behind on the yakuza series because there's just so many of them and they come out so frequently it's just impossible to keep up with them all so i haven't even played the original judgment yet so yeah lost judgment that's going to be a ways off now for me really want to play it looks amazing um yeah and i'm sure it's great but um haven't played it so i can't really comment on it Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Now I know a lot of people are kinda of down on the fact that this one hasn't got the best controls, um, and it doesn't it's not like for like with the original games and so the sort of eight way directional sort of movement of the GameCube controller is kinda of lost with the with the you know the circular sort of analogue sticks of, of, of current generations. So um, it doesn't play the same. I didn't mind. Um, If anything, I feel like this is the most approachable way to play this game. It's nice and easy if you want it to be because you've got infinite lives and you don't lose all your progress. Um, It's it's just a nice approachable way to get into Monkey Ball. And they're tough games, man. Like, honestly, it's nice to have something that's really approachable. And for someone who only ever owns Super Monkey Ball Deluxe on PS2, this is just miles better than that. That game, that port in particular, is just naff. Like, it loads all the time. It runs at 30 FPS. Again... I don't like to moan about performance too much, but this really did feel like the definitive version of Super Monkey Ball Deluxe for me. Really, really enjoyed this. Um, it is tough as nails, um, but it's made more approachable by the fact that yeah, you can um you can obviously have infinite lives in that. So um yeah, very much enjoyed it. Thought it was excellent. Demon Slayer: Kimetsu no Yaiba: The Hinokami Chronicles. Now I have not seen this anime or manga or anything to do with it. But I noticed that this game is developed by CyberConnect2, and I love those Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm games. Uh, but I haven't got around to this yet, because it's just there's just too many games. <laughs> I haven't got the time. Um, so I'm very excited to try this one out eventually. Um, it does very much look like my cup of tea, because like I say, I love those Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm games, and CyberConnect2 make a good anime game. This looks like a good anime game. I really want to give it a go, but I haven't got around to it. And finally, from the Sega side, we've got Football Manager 2022. Now, um, I know I'm from the UK, and apparently all everybody from the UK seems to like football, but I don't, couldn't give a toss. Um, so I have no experience with the Football Manager games. Um, I've tried just to play one of the handheld ones, ones once. Sorry, that was a bit of a misconstrued line there. Um, and it wasn't doing anything for me, personally. I just, I, It's like spreadsheets the game. Um, if, if you like managing a football team, I'm sure it's a good laugh, but, um, nothing for me there, unfortunately. Right, Atlas stuff, um, Persona 5 Strikers, I'd like to try this at some point, I'm not a Persona fan at all, but I like all the spin-offs, I like the dancing games, I like, um, yeah, that, that's really good fun, I like the, the fighters, the arena ones, uh, really good stuff, but yeah, I haven't played Strikers, it's a Musou, M- Muso game, sorry, um, you know, um, Dynasty Warriors, lads, that that lot. Um, so yeah, I, I'd probably like it to be honest with you. I like a good Dynasty Warriors game. And yeah, this looked like it probably had what I'd like from, you know, those sort of things, but just in a different setting. I like the spin offs, they're good fun. But yeah, I haven't got around to it yet. Um, I'm sure if it comes up cheap, I'll, I'll eventually get around to it. But uh, yeah, I uh, just haven't played that one yet. Um, a game called Gloria Union Twin Fates in Blue Ocean FHD Edition. Never even heard of it until I looked up this list. Uh, So no idea what that is looks to be some mobile thing not gonna be for me Uh, Then we got Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne HD remaster. I'm I'm not a JRPG guy unfortunately guys Um, So this uh, this is not on my radar at all Um, I'm aware of it, and I know it's a tough-as-nail sort of dungeon crawly thing Um, very anime, but i'm not getting around to that anytime soon same with this uh the sequel well not the direct sequel but shin megami tensei 5 came out this year as well again i've heard loads of really good stuff but it's tough as nails it's jrpg i don't do difficult games and i don't do JRPGs, so i'm not going to be jumping on that anytime soon so uh yeah my highlights were probably um olympic games tokyo 2020 um and super monkey ball banana mania uh Disappointments were probably Sonic Colors Ultimate, definitely. Um, yeah, what a shame. Um, it's not bad by any means, don't get me wrong, but it just didn't give me what I wanted. I, I wanted the definitive version of Sonic Colors, and it, it was not the definitive version of Sonic Colors. The That version is on the Wii. So, uh, yeah, play that. Save yourself some money.
0: All right. Well, thank you to Sonic Yoda for sharing his thoughts, and you can check him out on... SegaDriven.com. We're also going to have him as a guest uh, on the Swingin' Report show in the new year. I'll have him on for a spot of tea. We can talk talk about HD remixes and uh, and Sonic colors, but with U's in it. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, so going back to our awards now, we take the stage again. Uh, George, it's been quite a year for Sega. Uh, I hear they're working with Nintendo. I just saw a trailer for a new uh, Breath of the Wild that they're um, jointly developing.
1: Oh, is it? Uh, oh yeah, the crossover?
0: With uh, Sonic, Sonic yeah, that's that's pretty cool, right? No, I'm just kidding, guys. That's just a little banter before we open the envelope. So, um, without further ado, George, Uh-oh. what is your most disappointing game?
1: I think my most disappointing game is Sonic Colors Ultimate... And I don't think it's why everyone else thinks it is. I mean, obviously, the fact that it's not the ultimate version, like they, yeah. you know Sonic Yoga, Yoda said. Um, I will say that it's because it's also like the way that the community took the news about this game. It was almost like people saw a little bit of blood in the water and then they were like posting all these videos like, you know, the glitch videos on the Switch emulator that were making the problems even worse or like people lying that stuff was stolen without knowing everything yet um people hating on each other and trampling each other down also um not only that it's just like sega too it's like you're building the sonic brand right there's already this like feeling in the fan base that you guys always screw this up Mm. and then you still release sonic ultimate with needing patches but you also i think the worst part was that they sold it a a week early for more money and the game Mm. was super broken like I don't like the fact that they're doing this whole pre-order and you get to play it early. I don't like that. But yeah. at least with Lost Judgment, it was playable the, the week before you know it launched. So I think there's a lot of issues in both sides. I think the fan base is a little toxic. I think they need to chill. And I also think that uh, Sega needs to be more concerned about releasing Sonic products good day one, especially if you're going to be charging extra to play it early. That was pretty disappointing. Yeah, that's my thoughts on that whole
0: thing. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. It's it's, it's kind of... It's a strange disappointment because it's kind of a disappointment in a bubble. I think people are going to be... And and when I say people, I don't mean like us or people in the chat watching this. But I mean like general audiences. People who went to go see Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the movie. And then they're like, oh, hey, look. That Color's Ultimate game has a little baby Sonic keychain. And it's like 20 bucks. Let's pick it up. They're going to see these patches. They're going to play it. They're not going to have the issues that we had, and they're not going to see the community drama. Um, but still, we're going to have the community itself look back on this negatively. Um, I think another instance of that was the Sonic 25th anniversary party. You and I were there. Um, mm. We cut to the front of the line. We had, oh, God. We had I would say, a great night. Um, we got to see and do everything i think the only thing we missed was like the autograph line for um like izuka i think and the sonic 2 dude which i'm kind of wishing i did get his autograph for i forgot his name um but the people watching the stream were like oh the audio was bad it cut in and out yada yada um and then the people at the end of the line were like we never got in so it's like it all depends on where where you were at the event, how you experienced it, and I think Sonic Colors Ultimate will definitely be a divisive game just because there's going to be people who are like, you're living in the past, we have the game we have now, it's fine, it's a Wii game that was not perfect to begin with, so don't act like it was, you know, like a shining example of Sonic games. But for me, I think the original Sonic Colors was a, a very fun, solid game, um, and then in the lead-up, Uh, with generations after that like we were kind of vindicated like confirmed that Sonic Team was doing more than just like it wasn't like a blip you know what I mean like we weren't like ah you know they they made one good game but the next one's gonna suck Um, I guess the only disappointing thing now is that we have uh, Lost World followed by Forces to kind of disappointing divisive games I think they're solidly built though so I do look forward to um, what's gonna happen with frontiers. I don't know.
1: Is't it isn't it crazy that it's been five years since forces came out, basically, that they've taken this long to show a new game? Like we literally just got it. It's pretty insane that it was five years. Yeah.
0: time, time moves quickly <laughs> because Especially and I think the last the pandemic. right, I think the last few years has moved very quickly. I feel like Team Sonic Racing just came out. And it's not a new game, <laughs> you know. Like it's just kind of wild. Um, so yeah, uh, let's go to the next award here. This is the last award for the night, actually. Um, so let me let me get over here. Uh, so we are going to be looking at my favorite game <laughs> of twenty twenty one. <laughs> That's right, George. The colors feel so yeah. right. And that color is a yellow banana, because my oh. pick is actually Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. And I, I honestly, I did think long and hard about this. Um, I never considered Sonic Colors Ultimate as a favorite, but I never put it in the disappointing disappointing pick because, as I mentioned. Um, or maybe I didn't mention it on this, but I've mentioned in the past that I reviewed the game and I had the PS4 build and I had minimal issues with it and I enjoyed myself. Um, it wasn't until later that I was seeing Switch gameplay and I was like, wow, what have they, do- what have they done? Um, but man, like Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, when I booted that up, it had a slickness to it that I have not seen to in a Sega game for a very, very long time, especially a bright and colorful one. Like... Obviously, I'm used to the Yakuza and Judgment games being very well built. And as I mentioned, even the um, uh, Sonic Forces, you know, it is a like competent, competently made game in the sense that it's like a solid game. It looks great. I think it plays well. You don't see a ton, a ton of like glitch videos for it. Same with Lost World. But here I was like, this menu is super nice. The music is super catchy. The graphics look fantastic oh all of these bonus items are not dlc like i got sonic i within an hour of playing i had like three characters unlocked so it was not difficult to unlock characters and i was just like i'm having a great time like i'm not i'm not frustrated the only frustration came from like stages being difficult but that's not on me that's the me playing through the game and just hitting difficulties that i eventually would overcome now I know there has been some complaints about like the directional pad not matching the um, what did you say it was, it was like an eight way?
1: Yeah, it's like an eight way one, and I think the ones in console were programmed to be four. I think, but to me, I, I personally didn't have that much of an issue. I mean, I suck at the game, so I, I'm not the big the best guy to med- measure this kind of thing. But like, right. I was getting through hard maps that I had issues with, and it wasn't the same. Like, I could tell it wasn't the same, but it wasn't also like it was like adapting, you know, it's like, it's like going from an arcade stick to a, a thumb pad, you know, you just got to think about it a little bit differently, especially with a Sega controller that they have the nine, the six facing buttons. It's totally right. different than the triggers and, you know, 360 controller. Right. So and it's kind of like that to me.
0: Yeah. And I, I think too, that it, it being such a popular GameCube game, a lot of people are hung up on it, not playing one-to-one with that experience, but uh, people need to remember that that game um, debuted at arcades, and it was also a very big seller on PlayStation 2 and Xbox with the deluxe package. So it's not like this is a game that's tied to the GameCube, even though it, it did gain popularity there. So I think, I, I mean, I'm not telling people to get over it, but get over it. Like, it, it's not going to play like a GameCube game, and that's that's okay. I mean, you know, that's okay.
1: I think some of the stuff they added to it actually like some of the stuff that makes it easier actually makes the game a lot more fun because you get to play these like uh challenges in different ways because now they don't have lives in the gamecube one they had lives so you have to like okay oh, got, yeah. it was more stressful so much more stress on you because you would have to be 30 30 courses with only like x amount of lives so you didn't want to screw up or try anything dodgy and now you could do anything like you could jump from high things and try to bounce yeah,
0: mm. yeah absolutely yeah. so you know um overall uh I think a great package I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was like 10 out of 10 um but then again uh you know we've got a episode of Sega talk coming out next week um, covering alpha protocol which is a game that received seven out of tens. Um, uh, we mentioned on the podcast that a certain someone at Sega was, like, basically telling people that the game was a failure and they're not getting a sequel a month after it released. And I look back now, and it's not a bad game. It's a fun game. It's not perfect, but, like, you know, it, we we gotta stop acting like every game that isn't a 10 or a 9 um, or, or stop just even applying like these review scor- scores. Like, I just threw a number out there that applies to, you know, the entirety of a, the work of some people on a game. And it's just like, it seems such a su- simplistic way to boil something down. Um, and I, I think we are uh, moving away from over reliance on Metacritic. I think a big thing now is just the um, reaction to the community means a lot to Sega. Mm-hmm. um so and oh we have someone asking what game are you talking about right now we're talking about super monkey ball banana mania um and this will go obviously youtube will put this up there after we finish the broadcast but um yeah so i mean i i think just the reaction alone to this game regardless of scores uh says a lot and obviously sales too i i think it sold well do you think it sold well
1: I would say it sold as well as one of these games can. And, like, these games have always been low budget. Like, even from the yeah. creation, <laughs> Negoshi was always trying to impress people how cheap you can make games. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it's not a super expensive, uh, you know, uh, package they created here. And it runs really good on the Switch. I just want to say that. Because we got Switch copies. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It does, yeah. That was, a, I yeah. I have to say, so we received these press kits, and I put a video up. Um, they gave us like monkey ears and monkey candles. Um, we got these press kits, and they included the Nintendo Switch version in it. And I was like, wow, that's ballsy. That tells us that they well, monkey ballsy. Um, that tells us that they actually believe in this game to some extent. Like they. In the past, there has been game times where they've been like, here's the new Sonic game. What do you want, PS4 or Xbox? And I'd be like, can I get the Switch one? Because I want to see how good it is on Switch. And they're like, uh, we don't have that one right now. Uh, we've, got, we've got PS4 or Xbox. Though. <laughs> you know, I always get like shushed down when I'm like, can I get like the worst version? I never say that, like call it the worst. But like the, the Switch version and then like the PC so I can see what... Graphically, and and how they all compare, and um, that's why I'm kind of afraid for Sonic Color or Sonic uh, Frontiers, given that Sonic Colors ran so poorly on the Switch. Um, those videos are coming, George, when we're gonna get like Sonic Frontiers Switch glitch video. Uh, I can't wait, I can't wait either. Um, so looking ahead now to 2022, um, we We didn't do it this year for uh, what to expect from Sega in 2021. Um, Do you want to do a what to expect from Sega in 2022 video like early next year? Or should we just quickly just talk about a few of the games?
1: I could make one if you want for early next year but like how many I, I a lot a lot of Sega right now is like not even making announcements I feel like they're trying to keep it as close to release dates now as they mm. you know as possible like yeah. uh Sonic Frontiers like we don't even know what's origins like the collection is it the Taxman versions I don't know they haven't shown That's a great
0: yet. point. Yeah. We don't know. Now there is that trailer that went out um about Sonic Origins and at the very end of the trailer it makes the sound effect that you hear when um, you select an item in the PS or the uh, Sonic 1 and Sonic 2 taxman ports so i don't know if that was them throwing in a little cuz they do throw in like little auditory like easter eggs and stuff so i have to wonder if that's them like you know throwing something in there for super fans to be like oh did you hear that that was the boink boink, whatever um yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a good one to call out there. Um, another one, of course, we have Frontiers. Um, let's see what else is coming. Uh,
1: Do you think th- that like Frontiers is going to be like um, going to have like an open world? It's going to be more like Sonic Adventure, where the open world is this massive overworld, but like your missions will be linear, like Sonic Generations or whatever type levels.
0: I think yeah I think there's going to be an overworld where you can blaze through it real fast and then when you slow down there's like a secondary mode that kind of kicks in where enemies start kind of spawning or appearing there's uh item boxes and things that you can collect and explore and then I think there's going to be portals that bring you into uh less um overworld more linear um like puzzle they call it puzzles but I think uh, I don't think they're going to be puzzles. I think they are going to be 2.5D, 2D, 3D stages that are self-contained and there's some sort of, you know, point A to point B you need to do. I, I think that's probably it. I also have a feeling that they're going to have Sonic's friends being playable in these big open worlds. I mean, why not? It would be foolish to not have Tails and Knuckles, especially when you see the reaction to um, Sonic 2. The movie and people are like, oh, oh Knuckles yeah. is back. Like, to to make an open-world Sonic game and not throw Knuckles in there, like, what are you thinking? <laughs> you better do that.
1: You don't think Classic's coming back, though, right?
0: No. I don't think Classic Sonic's going to be in the game. Um, I think Origins is going to be giving people that Classic Sonic itch, and then I think... I don't know if they're going to make a Mania 2. I feel like Sega has been very strange with the 2D Sonics, just because they, like... They killed Sonic 4 after two episodes, They and that was like a failure, but then they have not done a, a thing for over five years with Sonic Mania, which was a huge success. Um, so I don't know. Like I, I, I'm certain that 2D Sonic will be back, but I feel like it's going to be remasters for the time being, and then maybe we will get... Maybe not a Mania 2, but maybe we'll get like a... a, a one in the Sonic Mania Adventures animated style. I'd actually love to see that, like something more like Rayman uh, Origins, where it's like 2D animated uh, sprites in 3D worlds or something.
1: Kind of like if they made a modern indie kind of... Uh, yeah. ...take on it. Kind of like Streets of Rage 4 was. Hmm. Which people hated at first. I think that would be really first. cool. Yeah. Remember that, when people were not liking Streets of Rage 4's art style, and then like everyone just forgot about it <laughs> they're like they liked it so it's like whatever
0: oh, i never said shitty things about no. that on the internet i always like streets of rage 4 uh yeah yeah um so are there any other thoughts you have on 2021 or 2022 or 2023 or 2024 or 2025
1: there's still a lot of games i have to play like yeah. i haven't played shin megami Tensei 5 yet i haven't i i i I'm playing Astral Chain right now, and I'm trying to get through that, so I yeah. can finally play. Somebody told me that Astral Chain was 10 hours, and it's not true. I've already put like 25 hours in it. <laughs> so, once I beat the last boss on Astral Chain, I'll move on and play more Sega games. So I haven't played them all. My favorite was obviously Lost Judgment. I think everyone should try it, mm-hmm. and Super Monkey Ball would be my second. So I'm not. I'm happy that you picked that one. So yeah,
0: absolutely. Any closing
1: thoughts, Barry.
0: Um, I I think it was a better-than-average year. I think um, in the past we've had years where Sega just didn't release anything, and our favorite games were iOS Sonic remasters. That was a very sad year. So I think the mere fact that we are calling out a sequel to a new franchise uh, with Lost Judgment and a revival of Super Monkey Ball, which finally, finally, finally itches that scratch that we had or scratches that itch, scratches that itch uh, that we've had since the second game. Like, it's just been like uh, like gimmick games and kiddie games. Like, the fact that they finally gave us something a little more hardcore. And the fact that, like, our most disappointing games are not that terrible. Like, we're talking about a game that was just poorly released with um, Sonic Colors Ultimate. And then I picked Alex Kid DX just because I was disappointed that it didn't go above and beyond. It was just like an okay remaster of an okay game. So, if if that's what we had in 2021, I think 2022 uh is looking bright. I think it's going to be a big Sonic year and oh, yeah. I, I think there's going to be there's is definitely going to be a new um franchise revealed by RGG Studio. So, I'm looking forward to that as well. Um so to close things out and I know I was teasing you Uh, before we recorded, that we were going to um, sing. And George is just going to walk off now. But, um, (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. Um, We are going to uh, just throw up a little karaoke. If you want to sing along at home, uh, you can. Um, If you want to talk about Jet Set Radio with us, which uh, someone in the comments is asking about, we actually have two Sega Talk episodes talking Jet Set Radio, and you can always join me on future um, shows to talk Jet Set Radio in the chat here. It's my favorite franchise, always happy to talk about it, and I'll have more to say about Jet Set Radio in the future. Uh, So without further ado, George... I think you're lucky. Here we are. Okay. There you go. Do you know how to speak Japanese? No. Bakamite. Let's see. Come on. Si. I see. I don't. Yume wo atekizu sweet. Oh! Oh! ga hetonakuse ni. Oh, this is so disappointing. I'm going to Japan next year, and I can't even speak their language. I love you, Mo. <laughs> Roki. <laughs> when Practice the de hamo. Oh, boy. This is not good. Nanonina no dushite. Sayonara, ha ita, no. Oh, here we go. Dame dame, dame yo, dame na yo, yo.
2: Oh,
0: man. I could talk about NFTs instead. I think we'd lose viewers faster. I mean, this is the end of the show, so I don't care if you're jumping off. Oh, oh, Yogo so no But let's check our score now. Look at this. We did it. All right, all right, all right, all right. Cut. Stop it. No more. All right, all right. I just had to mess with you before we ended the year. Um, so if you like our stuff but you hated that, I have good for good news for you. We have a Sega Talk podcast, which is nothing like that. We don't sing karaoke. Um, we also yeah. have Sega Bits Swing and Report Show, which you are watching now. It is a live show, so we do these uh, every few weeks in the evenings. Um, Sega news bits. We also do live shows. Um, Honestly, I just love doing them in the morning before I <laughs> before I start work. So, it you know, it kind of gets some coffee, gets me going, talk about the week's news. Honestly, it's about getting the content out there, talking to you guys, um, talking to George, talking Sega. So I'm looking forward to more. And next week, on Christmas, we are releasing Alpha Protocol Sega Talk. If you're a Patreon supporter, you can watch that uh, pretty soon, right? You're going to be putting that up. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Nice. So you get that uh, a good like five or six days early. And um, yeah. So without further ado, uh, thank you for watching. I'm Barry. That's George. George. Bye. Bye. (laughs)